Hey guys, it's Paul here with Chop Shop Sports, continuing our daily podcast series on a beautiful Tuesday afternoon. Coming to you a little bit later today. I overslept, but that's okay. We're still going to get the sport news out that you want to hear. A look ahead for the rest of the week. Tomorrow will be our betting podcast, looking at the plays for that day. Thursday will be another daily sports update, and then the plan will be Friday to have a guest on the show. Uh, again, all podcasts will be about 15 minutes long, and we appreciate all of you tuning in to the podcast. Uh, before we go further, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Chop Shop Sports and Chop Shop Bets. Let's start in the NHL. For those of you that know me, know that hockey has become my favorite sport to watch. The pandemic. Uh, hitting and no fans for a long time. You see the players still playing at a high level, high intensity level. We've seen some teams with their backs against the wall, some fold and some excel. One of those excelling teams is the Montreal Canadiens. And you can't talk about the NHL right now without talking about Carey Price and the Montreal Canadiens, who have now won seven in a row and have not trailed since game four of the first round when they fell behind 3-1 to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Everybody in the sporting world has been on the Maple Leafs since they lost for blowing the 3-1 lead and not being able to close out games. And absolutely, Montreal should... I'm sorry, Toronto should have closed out Montreal. But we have to put credit where credit is due. It's almost the Clippers and Luka Donitz situation in the NHL. Were the Clippers really bad in games one and two? Yes, they were. They were pitiful. But Luka Donich was unbelievable. Yeah, I think that's what's happening here in the NHL with the Montreal Canadiens. Carey Price is 7-3 and three this postseason. Got a 9-4 save percentage. Allowed 20 goals. It's really hard in the NHL to win a lot of close games. And the Canadiens have done it. Uh, you know, they weren't great in the regular season. They, they lost... Five in a row to close out the year. Um, and then they still gain one from Toronto and then lose three in a row. And then here they are back in it. Uh, they were the fourth seed. They shouldn't have been in. They really shouldn't have been in the playoffs. Um, they barely squeak in. And here they are doing some damage. And now they're going to get some must-needed rest before they have to face the winner of the Vegas Knights, the Colorado Avalanche. This is a team... That should not be in the Stanley Cup playoffs or in the Stanley Cup finals, but they might find themselves there because they're going to have the rest. The Knights and Avalanche will probably go to a hard-fought seventh game, and as we've seen, anything can happen in this postseason. Uh, we've seen it uh, several times where teams with a little bit of rest can come out and either dominate or get crushed in game one. Usually they lose game one just because the other team is uh, more, f not fresh, but they are in the continuation of playing. Uh, but then as the series grows older, they tend to fall off and lose the series overall. Now, I still think the winner of the Vegas uh, Colorado series will win the Stanley Cup, but you can't look past this Montreal Canadian team. It's awesome what they've been able to do. 
and they deserve credit as they haven't been really all that competitive for a long time. If we look at the other game from last night, it was game five with the Islanders and the Bruins, and it turned out to be a great game. Uh, New York, the Islanders were up five to two in the third period, back-to-back goals, gave Boston about five minutes to put in the game-tying goal, and, and the Islanders stood tough. This Islanders team is a good team and something that Boston fans should be worried about. I mean, they're going to have to go on the road and win in Long Island, which isn't the easiest thing to do, and then come home and win again. Uh, they, this series has kind of gone back and forth, and I think the Islanders are going to be able to close this one out uh, and, and eventually lose to the Tampa Bay Lightning, who are going to close out the series later on today. Playoff hockey is unbelievable. The intensity level is super high. You know, whether it's minor league hockey or the NHL, any playoff hockey is great hockey. And we have seen that uh, with two great games last night as the Canadians needed overtime to win. Let's move to another playoff sport going on, and that's the NBA. And talk about how pitiful the Nuggets and the Bucks were last night. Uh, the Nuggets looked really, really good. We'll start with the late game. Looked really, really good. I think they were winning by one at halftime. Then they went about a four-minute stretch in the third quarter where they could not throw the ball in the ocean. And the Suns' defense was really dialed up. I'm, I'm not saying that the Lakers should be proud and hope the Suns go far because the Lakers should have won that series, even with the injuries. But this Suns team's for real, and it's good to see them in the playoffs for the first time uh, in a long time, probably since the, that Nash, Amari, Sotomayor, teams when they were really good on the mid-2000s. But Nikolai Jokic not really showing up. 22 points, 9 rebounds, 3 assists. It's not going to get the job done against the Suns. DeAndre Ayton played fantastic. Chris Paul was out of his mind. Uh, 21 points, 11 assists. They're going to have to figure out... The Nuggets are going to have to win with offense. They're not the best defensive team. Without Jamal Murray, they're going to need a Michael Porter Jr., to step up uh, and perform. Um, Porter Jr. had a great first half, and that's why why they're in the game. Uh, He ended with 15. Aaron Gordon played pretty well most of the game. He had 18. They're going to need those two to step up. Uh, And and more importantly, Austin Rivers needs to be better. One for four from three, only seven points. Not going to get the job done. Um, It just won't. They held Devin Booker to 21. It's one of those things. If the Nuggets want to win this series, they have to be better offensively. You can't, you can't not score for four or five minutes in the postseason and expect to win games uh, that are in the 100s. If, it, it just isn't going to happen. They need to be better. And Nuggets fans should be embarrassed by their team's performance in the third and fourth quarter. Now the Bucks. I, I know there's a lot of Bucks fans that listen and follow the page. Your team is in a downward spiral. They sweep the heat, and I think they got really excited. And everybody was on the Bucks to win in game two. No James Harden. The Bucks are going to win this game. And then they go out and lose by 39. Uh, I think if you are Milwaukee, it might be time for a coaching change. Um, it's just not, not getting the job done. Giannis is too good. In the regular season, and and 
Mike Bulldozer is not Bolden Hoser is not getting the job done in the playoffs. We see that salt last year. We've seen in the past. This is Giannis's prime, not getting the job done. Unacceptable. They're better this year than they were last year, and we're getting the same results. They're just now in the second round. Milwaukee Bucks fans should be nervous at this game. This series is going to be really short. The Nets could sweep them. I, I think the Bucks are going to rebound game three. But this series is safe to say that it's over. Uh, but we saw we saw the Mavs blow their 2-0 lead uh, coming back to their place. Different because now the Nets are up 2-0 going on the road. So if you're a Bucks fan, you should be upset with the coaching staff. Uh, the front office did a great job piecing this team together. This team was built to win playoff games. And I get the Nets are good. I, I get it. I'm, I'm not... I was never expecting the Bucks to win the series, but to put up a performance like that in what some could call a must-win game, pitiful. P.J. Tucker, two points, not going to get the job done, not going to get it done at all. And if they, they keep this up, it'll be a short, restless season for Milwaukee Bucks fans. Let's move on. We got... Golf. I know not a lot of people care about golf and the John Rom post and his thoughts on him weren't super popular, but we're going to talk about golf anyway. And real short, fan favorite Ricky Fowler not making the U.S. Open, played pathetically in his qualifier. Um, I think it's the top six in the world get exempt. Ricky Fowler has not been super successful. And he's one of those people that it's funny, his career is everybody loves Ricky Fowler and he doesn't win. He, he'll have leads and not hold leads. He can't string together four good days of golf. And his, his career is probably winding down. And it's hard. It's hard to play golf. It's hard to be competitive. Uh, it, it's, it's not an easy sport to be really good at for a long period of time, which makes Phil's run his PGA Championship even that much more impressive. Not only they did it at 50, but he's been doing it for 30 years. Um, it's unfortunate, but Ricky Fowler, if you're a fan of his, don't expect a major coming anytime soon. And actually, I would not expect a major to ever come. Uh, it, it's sad that he's fallen this far off, but it's the name of the game. There's new young players coming up. And if Ricky Fowler is your favorite player, might be time to think of a new golfer to follow. Moving on, I, something I meant to talk about yesterday, I forgot. Uh, USA beating Mexico for the first time in a competitive match since 2013 uh, to win the championship there. Great. USA soccer is better when our team is good. I think if the USA men's soccer team was really good. People in America will start to like soccer more. And Christian Polsek with his game-winning PK, awesome, good for USA soccer. Props to them for winning for winning uh, that championship for the first time in a long time. Good for them beating Mexico at home. Last thing I want to touch on, NFL, Julio Jones going to the Titans. I've talked about it a little bit. And I have a Tennessee Titan fan that's one of my good friends. And he's putting the house on Tennessee winning the Super Bowl. And I really don't think 
Julio Jones going to Tennessee really makes them a legitimate Super Bowl contender. The NFC, uh, the AFC is so competitive, especially if Aaron Rodgers gets traded to the AFC. It's maybe pump the brakes on the Tennessee Titans expectations here. They're going to be a 10 or 11 win team, no doubt about that. They play in a weak conference. Uh, Houston is going to be pathetic. They're going to beat Jacksonville. So right there, that's four wins on the year before they've left the division. They'll probably split with the Colts. That gives them five wins right there. So going five and six against all other opponents is a realistic possibility. But the Bills are so good. The Colts are competitive and really good. You still got that Pat Mahomes guy from Kansas City. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's really good. The the AFC North is going to be my favorite division to watch this year with Lamar Jackson, Ben Roethlisberger, Joe Burrow, um, and Baker Mayfield. I'm sorry, I forgot Baker's name. Uh, Those four quarterbacks are going to make that division the hardest to win. Uh, Them in the NFC West are going to be super competitive. So to think that the one receiver who can't stay healthy is going to make the Tennessee Titans a legitimate Super Bowl contender. A, a little absurd, but you never know in the NFL. Injuries can happen all the time, and if Julio can stay healthy, he's a top 10, top 15 receiver without question. And giving Ryan Tannehill a couple weapons is going to make him better. He is a better Jimmy Garoppolo, so I'm not saying that there's no hope for Tennessee winning, and we'll discuss that in a later podcast um, as football season comes a little bit closer. But let's slow the brakes on the Tennessee Titans Super Bowl party until we see how the season begins. Uh, that That's going to do it for today's podcast. Um, thanks again for tuning in. As I mentioned yesterday, if you listen to the show, like the show, or don't like the show, please DM us on Instagram. Uh, so we can improve and get better. Uh, these, so, It's hard when not a lot of big news is going on to produce good content. So any feedback would be greatly appreciated. And tune in tomorrow for our Chop Shop Bets podcast. Again, follow us on Instagram, Chop Shop Sports, Chop Shop Bets. And we will be here again tomorrow.